0: Sit back, relax and let's start the motherfucking beat. Get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out. Like, yeah, I mean, what is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today that's going to get us one? So, I mean, I don't know what's what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself, it could be a lot more sustainable.
1: Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal.
0: You know, I, I normally like to offer beers, but it is it is like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't, I don't know.
1: drink,
0: any, I mean, I don't, I, you might know that already, but I don't really drink anyways. Okay, yeah, I mean. I, are we on? Yeah, we're on. Oh, you, snuck, up, you, you <laughs> snuck me? <laughs> Yeah, I snuck you. Now I I don't know if I don't really pay attention to who drinks and what they do and don't do. It doesn't fucking matter to yeah, me. Yeah,
1: sometimes I, I can be like aggressive about it. So I was just I wondered if I was in the past. No,
0: no, no. Maybe I, <laughs> I don't
1: drink. Yeah, maybe the,
0: maybe the last time you were on, I offered you a beer and you were like no, and I was like okay, cool. Yeah, my opinion, or maybe my I opinion. didn't. Or at no, a no. show
1: or something or yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep it keep it chill. Is it just like a? Is that a? <laughs> I don't drink out of principle or just try to keep yourself out of trouble or just not really your thing. The third, not really my thing. Yeah. Got it.
1: <laughs> not really my thing. I'm more of a um, a weed mang. I don't know if it's okay. safe to
0: say on the air. I think that's probably fine. I don't And now don't,
1: in 2018, if I can say if I can say that safely.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. It's like like pseudo legal in some places to some extent yeah, I, I don't I know so. see i don't smoke so i don't pay any attention <laughs> yeah, to any yeah, of that yeah. i have no idea what's going on in the <laughs> world but uh one thing that i do know is that you are lazy jp you're yep. one half of bb guns 50 uh you're getting ready to drop a new album we can get all the important stuff out of the way first oh, wow. then we'll bullshit well, all right, right. the, the, the Let's go straight to the point the plugs
1: <laughs> yeah just fucking do it now okay bb guns We used to be called Lazy Blackman, I'm Lazy JP with Bars Blackman. We have an album coming out February 14th, Valentine's Day entitled Thirst. It's our debut under this moniker. And we got a release party at the stage of Karma that Friday, February 16th with some dope dopeness, Slugs and Jack Swing and Moan Adon and C. Scott and so many people, talented people, Romance Nyogu. And Chew and and Dante Lombardi and Daniel Robinson, but doing like visual stuff, live painting stuff, and that and that's dope. Like I just wanted to get his, wanted to throw the kitchen sink at it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And try to get it all a three sixty thing. We'll do the anime projector thing, like we all, you know, that that has become the thing. Um, yeah, it should be a good time. I'm excited. I'm nervous, anxious as always. Um, but but what's uh, here? Yeah, it's here. It's time.
0: I mean, there's been a pretty good buzz since you dropped the Dreamcast video. There's been a lot of people like, like, do you know those guys? I'm like, yeah, of course I know them. known them forever. They're, wow. they're pretty sweet. Yeah, people wow. are talking about it. I didn't know. People like I, it. I, I'm, I, I'm just not just saying that. I, people yeah, are talking don't about butter it. Butter me up. now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> letting you know that people are talking about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I honestly don't. I'm. A, I try to. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm a pessimist, and I get. Uh, so I assume everyone just you know. I think I could tell it was a creep. Like we put out the Dreamcast thing and it like creeped on. And then I could sell, tell. We just put out a new video yeah, on Friday Willow. Will for Willow.
0: I pay attention.
1: I know you do. <laughs> you, got your, you got your finger on the pulse. You got your finger on the pulse. That's a plug I'm for you. I'm subscribed to the YouTube and everything. I saw well, it pop up. I was yeah, like one of the first 10 people yeah, to watch I'm it. I'm subscribed to yours as well. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's great. Um. yeah, so there's a lot of things going on. We've really tried to do it right. I think we did in, in the previous incarnations of projects, we didn't, um, we kind of like did things at the last minute or like maybe things weren't as organized like we s- following models for people's raw like you or some other people that really like try to do it as professionally as they could by themselves you know, get the merch ready ahead of time get your project ready ahead of time like from raw off for the rock lobster thing we did we were like messing with stuff like the week we put it out you yeah know? um and straight Kanye style yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and and I think we we used to like thrive under pressure like so so we needed like a kick in the ass to to continue uh to keep working at it and when we removed that it was like harder for us to like write and then next you know we shit out 10 songs but now we uh we've been working on this for like the course of a year um over maybe a little over a year now. Um, and it was some st- uh, scattered projects and then ended up getting like synthesizing this one thing. And, um, I live with Charlie C. Scott, who does like more than half of the beats, probably like roughly half of the beats. Yeah. So that's been nice to like have some control over things. And like, I get to learn some things and getting more hands on. So I don't know. This feels like a real, like our, re- I know it took a while. We've been around for a little bit now, but in various forms, but I feel like we're, this is our real deal debut. Well, the other know?
0: thing, too, is it's like, wow, you've been at it for X amount of years. It's not like you've been full time at it. We all still have yeah, yeah, lives of outside of, of this. Course. So it's like, you know, maybe you've been working on this album for a year. But if you were to put all the time
1: together, maybe it's like two or three months. Yeah, I me mean, right. In between right. all you're the right. other bullshit you got to take care of. But sometimes, sometimes I feel like, because I'll like take a vacation or something and be like, I'm going to work on music this whole time. And when I lose, like, the structure and, like, just have, like, open time, I feel like I'll have have all the time in the world. I'm going to procrastinate the shit out of things. Sure. So I think sometimes having, like, and I work in an office, and, um, like, I have access to the internet. I have access to the computer. I can do odds and ends during the day. And I think it, like, helps me stay organized like i plan while i'm at work and do the little things during my breaks or whatever and and during the day um not too much um but uh but then when i get home is when i like you know execute and work on it when you know i get home i don't go out all the time i don't go out very much at all can kind of be like a hermit if i'm not going to a show um so i'm usually fiddling around or, or thinking about things and yeah um yeah i think things could probably come out a lot faster than lot faster than i think but um i
0: mean it takes time to get it right and then what's the rush at the same time Well, and and, like
1: things you plan sometimes and i we had some setbacks initially like i wanted to do this Mauve band thing when we first started with with druva krishna and a few other people and uh, i remember
0: seeing some of that stuff
1: yeah we made some songs we wrote a handful of songs we performed one like one gig um and it, and and then it just kind of drifted apart we kept like losing people and having to reteach people the shit and then it was just got to a point where like we're not getting anywhere like let's just like take a break or we gotta do other other things and i'm taking some of the material from that and then some like songs i already had with joel and like some stuff i was writing about myself and then we just like used that and they're all about the same kinds of things so um so we just like pushed them all together and i i think because uh, topically the project is very cohesive like it's it's it has a theme for sure thirst it's about it's, it's about like Dating in the modern age, the Tinder age, I would say. Sure, that's basically what it's about. Not from like a a bro perspective of like, well, I can't get a date kind of thing. Like, because I think I don't want that. I'm afraid of that misconception. Sure, a little just bit. like a, a human perspective, but in general, yeah. yeah, in a general thing, you know, and like whether whatever you're into, you know, sexuality wise or or gender wise, or I think these there's general things that it can apply to anybody. Yeah, you know, in these scenarios, in 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 the way we we consume. You know, and the way we date and stuff, and the, with the with the apps and whatnot, and I think it's created a new, a new unique unique issues and problems, and that's kind of like what a lot of these songs are about, um, and different aspects of it. And I'm excited, but but um, also like it's putting putting soul out there a little bit too, um, especially for Joel, and like he's had some uh, bars, is you know, he's gone through some shit too. It's very like. We both mutually felt felt ways about things, and it was very it was like venting, um, and it's exciting. It's exciting, but ang- anxious at the same time.
0: Totally, totally. You know, if you put some transparency on yourself and you put your real self out there, sometimes some people might think that it's soft, or they might not want to hear that type of shit. But you has got to be you, and yeah. you'll find the people yeah. that like you. Like I'd much rather have a smaller fan base of people that really get what I'm doing versus a large fan base that couldn't care less about me as an individual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just get worried about the times and stuff, but like, like just some like snap judgments or something like that. But, but yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and I think at the end of the day, that is what happens. Cause like we, and we always like, you know, you know, doing your own thing and kind of trying to make the stuff that you want to make personally. Um, it's not, not everybody has your, the exact, you know the exact view of what you what no. you're doing but you know you're going to do it I think it, it becomes the best product when you unapologetically be yourself you know yeah. create or whatever don't try to cater too much to like the fads or no. or whatever and 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 that's important but it also like Makes me anxious about it, but I know I've said anxious like a hundred times. But <laughs> I'm an anxious person, um, and this is like a big time. This is like you. Well, you realistic. carried this? You carried this baby, you know. And it's about to. It's well, about to come out. And, and as uh, much as you
0: do something for yourself, you still want other people to enjoy it. I mean, yeah. you are putting out art into the world. I think that if you weren't concerned about other people liking it, you would just be like. Many friends that I have that make music that's dope, but they don't release it, they don't do anything with it. It's yeah, just like, yeah. like a hobby for them. But if you're like actually putting together a product and branding yourself, it's obvious that you're trying to some aspect of you wants people to latch on to this to grow, yeah, you know, you, you want it to grow, so in some
1: way it's, yeah,
0: I want you, uh, it's juggling that. I want to be myself, but I want people to like me for who I am, and I'm still anxious cuz what if I'm a total loser? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like I'm just putting myself out there for exactly. nothing.
1: And when you and we've been like we've been doing this for a little while and you you get like and you want to feel like this time is is the, you're doing it right this time. And I and I think sometimes you don't it's hard to know without valid some sort of validation. Yeah. Somebody being like, "Yeah, this is good. Like whatever you're doing, just keep it up." And I feel like with Rala we Started to get something like that. And so it was like, follow that. And I think we wanted we tried to do that with this. But then at the same time, working with Charlie, um, C Scott, um, we had to be a lot more going back to like boom bap hip hop at the same time. So it was like, to it was like, not originally what that was the issue is like, oh, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't where we want to go. We should go more to the rock stuff. Like, we should try to follow that. And then it, but it ended up working out great because then like i'd get a beat like dreamcast and i'd hear it and i was like i can make a good song out of this yeah a lot
0: of that stuff like just reminds me of like like that kind of like mixture of like the late 80s early 90s rock stuff mixed with sort of like a hip-hop thing and like a dance thing it's almost like demon days era gorillas
1: yeah that's gorillas is definitely uh, i i think the the, the idea is not the same as that but that i that level of experimentation and in combining indie rock sounds and dance sounds and hip-hop sounds yeah tri- even hop sounds you know whatever even
0: with the the dynamics of your vocals and Joel, you know, because like you do, I mean, you both spit, but you also do clean singing stuff too. Yeah. With, so those dynamics vocally with the musical dynamics, it's just very much like a a melting pot of sound.
1: Yeah. And and I think, I I just got the the pre-masters last night. And um, so IF if is mastering it now, we're doing it at What If Studio. And um, we... I got them last night, and then we, the one thing I was thinking, it is like a little eclectic. Um, the sound, some of the sounds on it, because like working with different producers and, and also having different, we have eclectic tastes. Period. So, yeah. so. You, know, you have a dance song, and then you have um, more lo- like down tempo hip hop stuff, and then you have like there's a there's another there's a, another house more housey track on there, and there's another there's one that's a little more aggressive, like some more aggressive or darker tracks. Like um, I don't know, I think it's drawn from similar places, but at the same time, like, like the way like the first the first Gorillaz album is my personal favorite, but Demon Days, yeah, definitely. Um, like the way that there's range, there's range, there's dance, there's like you know, dare the dance track, but then there's like more straight hip hop or more rock stuff or whatever.
0: Yeah. I think that it's a kind of a smart approach, even if it wasn't intentional to like a new rebranding of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you know, there's always going to be people that are going to call you lazy blackman forever. Yeah. No matter what, it's yeah. not going to go. Away. That's okay. But you're going to have, you know, people that have never heard Lazy Blackman and BB Guns is the first thing and mm-hmm. this is going to get released out into the world and it's like a good like mixture of all the potential of what the future could be and you could also see like what people kind of latch on to what songs and styles they like and maybe mm-hmm. then pursue those maybe a little bit more moving forward if mm-hmm. you wanted to yeah, or you could just no, keep doing like whatever experiment. you want yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I cuz I didn't want it to come off as a mixtape kind of a thing like where it is just like a collection of a, a collection of good songs versus an album. Um but I do feel like this is an album still. Like I don't cuz that's what we were talking about the other day was is this just a collection of good songs or is there something cohesive here? But I think with the themes and some of the other then Kevin like, Charlie produced more than half of it, you're going to have some level of cohesion. I
0: think too there's a weird change in the modern music listener and i think that they're a lot more open to things changing it might even be more welcome i mean you think of some really big bands right now like a band i bring up a lot is 21 pilots <laughs> i'm not saying that you sound anything like 21 no, pilots no. but musically they jump all over the place yeah like if yeah, you go sure, on their wikipedia sure. page they call themselves an american musical duo that's it. No genre. Like they they just make music. Yeah, yeah. And they're fucking get they sell out stadiums. No, I think they're, they're on like they're a hiatus cool. now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, yeah, they're on like a hiatus. they don't
1: seem to be having the buzz like they used yeah, to. Yeah, but, but I mean,
0: you figure if a band like that that is essentially genreless can blow up, it really says a lot to what the modern music listener is interested in, which is diversity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want I think well, with hip-hop being the dominant genre, um, and then dance music being having that the EDM wave come and go. And now I think that's like birth like a more of a techno thing. Like I know a lot of people are into like house and techno now. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the more artsy <laughs> side. Of you know, it. what's really funny is there's like some
0: uh, like underground like house techno stuff that I'm hearing come up now. From like Brooklyn and shit. And I'm like, all this stuff just sounds like the presets on my old drum machines. Like when you turn it on and push play, that's what all this shit sounds like. And like people are into it. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just funny how things rotate.
1: Yeah, no, it's like the the cycle of life with music. I live with also I live with Davis Galvin and he's a techno producer around here that's involved in a lot of stuff. And and he he has such a wide range of stuff, but like yeah, like that, that stuff will come up, and I get exposed to so much stuff I I haven't been otherwise because uh, like DJs will be coming in. We have like a whole setup in our living room, and people just be spinning in our living mm. room. Like I don't even know who they are, <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, it's it's neat and it's really cool and I because they're all plugged into the hot mass scene and the hot mass culture. Okay, and okay. and that's all really fascinating to me. How that's like that's a big like that's a national kind of hot mass is like nationally re- known for for what it is here and then underground techno dance yeah. just dance scene but like you know if you didn't if you were uninitiated and you're just familiar with the the festival EDM thing like you think that's all there is but like the the original you know the the techno the the house the whatever i'm not even i, I don't even know all the yeah. terms there's so many fucking yeah I, I don't i don't know a whole lot about it either yeah. i know that it exists
0: and yeah. i know like, like loosely acquainted with people that are connected yeah. Like, like essentially yeah. like this, like like you live with somebody that's involved. That's, Heavily, like, yeah, that's yeah. my extent to like knowing I know that those people are around, but I, I don't know any of them personally.
1: Well even Charlie Charlie p- played there last night, actually. Oh yeah. I mean, they the old date when this is, um when we did this. <laughs> but Charlie <laughs> Charlie did it last night, opened Hot Mass last night. So like it it's as a range, because he's like obviously more funk soul. Um, dance stuff, more, more uh, like 70s Dude, and like seventies. Dude, he's records. a chameleon.
0: Like he, he can, is, he can. He, is. he can get away with anything. You could put him in anything. He'll 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 adapt.
1: And when he plays, he plays stuff that's like just objectively good. So like it doesn't matter because you're gonna be into it. Like because he does those funk soul nights and stuff like he just DJs plays records and uh, there's a big scene for that here too just people that are into funk soul and dance like from they want to listen to records from the 70s and 80s and stuff and I think that's pretty neat like I, I, I find it the dance scene here right now is pretty interesting as an outsider and just looking in I think it's pretty cool um how how my, how involved and how big it is because um, it's something i'm not involved in at all and it's like oh this is all there is you know what the rock and and hip-hop and whatever scenes um even the, it's all it's all interesting I, to me
0: dude i say this all the fucking time a lot of people do the pittsburgh's a small city thing and yeah to an extent it is but mm-hmm. you have no idea everything that's going on
1: yeah yeah a lot of people sure. just
0: don't they know that oh nothing's going on it's because you don't leave your fucking house and yeah you don't talk yeah. to people yeah i always encourage people especially my music friends like if you have a free night go find a show even if you don't know any of the bands that are on it just go somewhere go get a drink See some local band you never heard of. I guarantee you're going to find one that blows your mind. Yeah, yeah. You, I can't believe this is here. And then you go see that band again that'll play with other bands you've never heard of, and then you'll find another band that's going to blow your mind, and it'll just keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have the pockets. Like, I feel like there's still like, uh, like the 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 sex or the groups or whatever. Like DIY and 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 there's like you know three different rock scenes and three different hip hop scenes and. Um, but uh, at the same time they start to bleed and when, and I think that's when you get the really cool, the funny the thing cool about moments. the
0: music scenes is the amount of music scenes honestly depends on the amount of promoters. Cause every promoter, local promoter tends to have their like group of bands that they want to work that with. That makes sense. And then yeah. it accidentally creates yeah, I even do this. I even do. This. It's the promoters faults yeah. that we have segregated music culture. Yeah, women like well, I, <laughs> which isn't reason, like a bad thing, but that's just where it comes from. Yeah, it's not
1: I, the it's not the people; it's the promoters. And I feel like people have more. I have to understand that people have more particular tastes than I do. Um, I, when we try to throw shows, that was like the whole reason why we started to is because I like you know hip hop over here, but I also like hip hop over here, and like I like rap over here. Like I don't care if there's some trap in there, like. Put it all. It's all good. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. So I, like, and even people like you know your swamp walks and stuff. I think they can fit in any kind of a hip hop bill or or, or st- uh, There's just there's a lot of things that go together for me. And I think maybe with our approach, it's obvious. But I don't. I, I think it, it doesn't make sense to like why be exclusive to this particular sound, uh, just this sound. Like,
0: everybody does things for different reasons. I feel that mean you are probably like minded in the sense it's like you want to build up a community of people that are as open minded and interested as you are. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That you know, while it might maybe it takes some time to like get the buzz going and get the idea off the ground, eventually if you keep doing it, you will potentially get more and more open minded people coming out to those events, you know, because you've created that community mm-hmm. if we want you know whatever you want to call it yeah
1: yeah and when i was feeling like we felt like wayward you know lost souls for a while um because you know you just had the you had the, like the more deaf jux kind of hip-hop and like and then you had the mainstream guys that were like trying to be mac miller and wiz and then you had the trap hood stuff um, but it, there wasn't like a space where like, like the stuff that we are into, like your odd futures or yeah. your, or your like me, contemporary you're stuff. Preaching to the choir yeah, right now. Man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's what we tried to, that's what we were trying to cultivate that culture in that space that we, cause we felt like the people from the outside those other things fit in here too, you know, because those people would work together like but, but as far as I don't know, I just felt like there was this space there was this space of people and now there are, there's a ton of artists I've met in the last year or so doing rap um, rap against fascism. I'll, I'll get I'll plug that in a second uh-huh. um, and, and there's just so much talent. I used to like hate like so much like I used to think oh there's not that a lot of good rap here and I'm so wrong, so wrong Like there's a show, bills and bills and bills of people that are really good now um that that i think are like just as good can be just as good as us or anybody else like um and it's crazy it's it's awesome to feel now like there's and i think that's what you need to have a community a real community is like the the, the enough people that are that get each other not necessarily doing the same things but are also really good too yeah
0: and like, also giving new people chances and not just booking the same five people yeah, every other month. Yeah, yeah. Which well, is another thing that a
1: lot of promoters around here do. When you want to book somebody because they're good, not because they're going to draw. Or like if you want to book a book somebody you think is going to draw, then you got to book someone new that's good. Like two. Like that's my like I, I gatekeeping. Like, promoters are gatekeepers at the end of the day. At the, the the very lowest level of gatekeeper. Like um, and I think as long as you, you the only rule should be is if you're good. But like at the same time um you got to give people a chance yeah that's know.
0: that's my thing i mean like we you know uh with gray walker we're getting more now into promoting shows ourselves and things like that. we did a music video shoot the smiling moose on friday mm-hmm. and uh i mean that was the thing It was just like you know let's book some you know a couple newer bands that we haven't played with before but fuck it like rather than booking the same bands that we played with two months ago. Let's just make this a completely different bill. Yeah. It,
1: it turned out really good, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the way you have. I think that's what you, one well, Then that exposes you. To, I like to book new people on shows that we're on because that's exposing us to new audiences. So yeah, we, that's the it only helps way us. To,
0: to, you got to build in order to build the community. You can't just, yeah. Give people the same thing over and over again and expect more people to show up. You, you just get the same, put people. more things on the menu essentially
1: on even the shows we take like we're all over the place you know yeah we're doing we'll do a show with punk bands metal bands rap show trap show um whatever you know whatever we've done in the last few years we've done anything that you can think of the genre country rock stuff (laughs) um just whatever I can't. I, I'm almost amazed, but I think doing that is what has like built us, built us what we have. Because having an eclectic style, I feel like there's always going to be at least a few people that are going to get into what we're doing, because we're gonna we we might touch upon something that you're there for already. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, well, this is something new and it's exciting.
0: Yeah, my favorite thing to do, like with Sykes, is playing those shows when. You're just way, way so off of the off the course of the the show that you really just throw everybody for a loop. We, yeah, we I've played, been there though too. We played a show one time. Uh, it was the the Oil City Music Fest. Okay, I've heard of this. And uh, we played in this. It was all like rock and metal bands, and we played. It was full band Sykes. Okay. We do our set. And there's, like, this old-looking, like, dude that's probably lived in Oil City his whole life, like, denim jeans, denim jacket, flannel shirt, long, stringy hair, smells like cigarettes from 20 feet away. And he's, like, walking up to me. I'm, like, oh, man, like, what's going to – he's, like, I got to talk to you. And I'm, like, thinking, like, man, man. this is going to – like, you know, like, this was not – I was very, very concerned. But he was just, like, man – that changed my life. I've never seen anything like that. I was yeah. like, what? And then like his son came over who looked exactly like him, but like 20 years younger. And like he was like, that was so cool. Blah, 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 blah. And it was just <laughs> like, wow, like, look at me being an asshole, judging a book by its cover. You know? It's yeah. just like you gotta sometimes people just aren't exposed to things like that. So it's cool to be in that position when you can really just throw something at someone that Whoa! What is this? And then they actually like it. Yeah. In some yeah. circumstances, people might hate it, but eh, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I th- that's the, I think the fun of it is like, yeah, we may not belong on this. But we may not seem like we belong on this bill, but you know, you're, we're gonna get somebody either way. Or like even turn in a room that you that is initially apprehensive to you is like the most is one of the most powerful feelings I feel like. Um, it's like, oh, everyone's like down, oh, there's there's a rap group, like, it's a, doing a, uh, uh, like, a punk show, and it's like, oh, it's rap, I don't know, and you could just see it on their faces, and then once we get into it, and get a few songs in, and everyone's into it, and Uh it's just like, yeah, gotcha, gotcha.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The only thing that bums me out sometimes with playing, like, punk shows, uh, if I'm doing, like, solo psych sets, is, uh, it, the... (laughs) <laughs> the quality of the PA is di- going to end up being a direct reflection of the quality of your performance yeah, in some circumstances. Yeah. yeah. And that could like really, really like if it just sounds like shit.
1: Yeah. It kind of sucks. We've, we've had a bad sound of goose keys, like trying to run off our laptop or whatever. Um, or like for example, and and I could tell that it had an impact on what was happening. The sound, the sound you live or die by the sound, really. huh. If you're playing if you're not if you're playing off of a computer or what or your gear or whatever. Um, that's why we even tra- like we used to we want to start incorporating more things, like a little board and little things, and um, so we have more control over our stuff, but at the same time, like I don't want to make it more complicated for people yeah, either. My
0: plan is uh, I'm gonna buy like a couple self
1: powered speakers. So
0: I just always have like my own mini PA in case I that's need it. The,
1: that's honestly the good investment because then you could like do a show anywhere if you yeah. want to. Like, because we are, like or like it. if like you. are I didn't mean to cut you off, yeah. but like, or even
0: like if a place already has a PA but they don't have monitors. Word, you got some monitors for yourself. Yeah, now, just yeah. fucking set
1: them up. Yeah, mo- uh, now I need monitors so bad now that I'm singing more. Like our performance was more rap based. Now, with the new stuff, I sing on every song. Um, So it's, like, kind of getting harder. Like, (laughs) I find myself getting dying at the end of sets because I'm, like, singing and transitioning so much and um if there's not a monitor i'm just flying blind out there yeah and i'm just like singing into the void and i don't know what it sounds like and it probably is bad um or it, it definitely impacts like it, when there's good monitor and good sound like i it, it, it it's so much easier to just hit your shit oh but. yeah or sometimes like
0: uh there you might be on a stage like black forge is a good example where they don't have monitors, and it sounds good in the room, but when you're on stage, you can't really hear yourself because of the way the speakers are set up. Yeah, Like how yeah. they're kind of like in front and you're back here. And like that fucks with me so much when I'm performing. Like if I can't feel it on stage, like if I can't feel that thump from the drums, yeah, it's so yeah. hard
1: to like really let you're, loose. Yeah, you're not connecting in. I, I Like if I can us, hear I my
0: voice just performing Mm -hmm. and it's louder than the beat i'm like trying to be quiet so i can kind of hear what's going on just i don't it fucks with me i need like the right acoustics to really perform right
1: yeah we were at Roboto the other night and they forgot to put on the monitor for the first few, few songs and uh that's exactly what it feels like like you're you're not as into it as you would be you're not feeling it like because you're not experiencing what they're experiencing um sometimes I, I get paranoid that the monitor is like giving me a better as better balance than the what they're getting <laughs> um, and, and, and I think about that like maybe it's not the same but, uh-huh. but uh, I'd rather have a good monitor than yeah than,
0: I just played not. at Roboto a couple weeks ago and like my first two like my first song and a half was a nightmare um i don't know who who was running the sound um they didn't seem like they were like like super familiar with like maybe whatever i needed but somebody else was there and i like saw them go over and like adjust everything and then it yeah. sounded great the rest of the set
1: yeah but yeah uh, that, i mean usually someone in the room will come and figure it out you know <laughs> yeah. i bought it. it's very much like a, a team thing sound sound is done in a team way yeah if you don't have like somebody who's regularly doing it um because i the other night we had a new person that wasn't too because like sometimes i think when they hear it's that oh it'll be easy um but then it does take a little bit of a little bit of um of figuring it out because i'm i need to figure out how to do that stuff better because i know a little bit and i can f- you know finagle my way through it uh, and get it to where i need to but but it's just nice to have somebody just, yeah. just to, can do it
0: yeah i mean like i know how to run that stuff but i'm very like persistent like okay if i started a song and it sounds bad i'm not gonna stop because it sounds bad. Yeah, no, same. And I'm not going to stop it. I think it's natural. And I'm not going to, like, after this song, be like, oh, wait a a second, guys. i got to fix up the PA. Like, if I start... Because I always do, like, a pre-sound check, and I thought it seemed okay, but I was just wrong. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, that's my bad. I'm going to have to suffer through this and hope that somebody else fixes it for me.
1: We, uh, I feel like we need to, we never sound check for very long. It's just like, yeah, mic's on, beat's on, all right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And then they balance it, like, within the first verse, they, you know, they figure it out. Um, I usually, have yeah, the first song's usually a crapshoot. Um, so I, I think we pick a song, like, that's easier to, to figure out so that the, so then we can have, you know, it can be smooth after that. Um, but yeah, I totally get that. Totally get that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like having flashbacks to the other night. It was like not even bad at all. It was not even bad, but just like thinking about not having a monitor, it's like now I'm like a- getting anxious about that. Like my monitor <laughs> needs to be right. Like I'll st- I'll say like in between the like once the first song's over, I'll be like, "Okay, monitor, can we can I get a little more of me in the monitor, yeah. please?" or whatever. Like or I'll say like I'm flying blind out here. Like I, have, that's my catchphrase usually. <laughs> I'm flying blind. Out with uh, what I do
0: like with Sykes now is I run everything into my own soundboard that I have on stage with yeah. me, and I just give the I give this the sound people just outputs from that so i can adjust my beat volume my vocal volume everything on stage yeah yeah so cool. i'm just like spitting in that way if it's like oh i need to be louder i don't have to be all like turn me up you know i just kind of like go over and like it looks like i'm like messing with the machine or something i just bump the volume knob up real yeah. quick yeah
1: yeah i guess i just uh because like we were saying earlier um when you're behind the speakers you like i don't know like as as long as, as long as the monitor and the the PA's are the same, then you're fine. But I'd be like parent I for some reason would be paranoid about like if I'm if I'm not hearing what's they're hearing and I'm turning it up differently. Yeah, and, I mean, you, and um, I guess you get used to it. I don't know.
0: And no, I'm, also, sure, I'm always sure. like
1: flying all over the place. So
0: I might yeah, en- I same. might end up on the floor anyway. So same. Well, yeah, While I'm out same. there. It's like partly me trying to look like all intense rapping in the crowd but it's also me just sound checking in the back of my head like does it sound okay out here oh yeah no we do that too we'll step out we'll walk we'll step off the stage just
1: to stand in front of the pas to hear what it sounds like yeah we do the same thing (laughs) Um, yeah, that's funny. I know I always say, um yeah, we we started getting wild after watching you. I know I've said it like a million times <laughs> over the years now. i don't I think it was like after the first time we performed at that that blue uh the blue that coffee shop, the blue canary or whatever yeah. it is, um, it was like real intimate, but I remember just seeing you like you know writhe around and um, and I don't know. I was like, yeah, this is pretty pretty fucking dope. and uh, I learned like state you know perform stage performance wise and then cuz i used to be pretty stiff i used to be a notorious tree man i like to say like rooted Rooted, and I was so f- focused on breathing and singing and or yeah. whatever I was doing that I didn't want to fuck it up by being crazy. Yeah. And now, like I, I, now I get a little too rambunctious. Like I took a mic stand the other day and like <laughs> tossed it. Like I've, <laughs> I've been getting a little too rambunctious lately. Like I, I, it just gets crazier. Not not too crazy, but I'm I'm getting all, I'm verging on there. And I yeah. don't. And it's fun. Like, I like I think that it was funny. I used to be like way unchained.
0: And now, like, I think Sight's that unchained. I think about it. I don't know. I, like, think about it so much when I'm performing that it's distracting sometimes and I'm like, I need to not freak out.
1: Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cause I have the last, couple, like, ever since I feel like we've, there's like a certain point where we, I feel like we leveled up performance wise and at that point, I just started letting go. It's like the less I, the less I thought about it, the better we would do. If I thought about a note, I wasn't singing as good. If I just let it happen, yeah. if I was just being wild, it would look more natural. Like not try hard, because like I think that me, you know, me and Joel used to always talk about that. Like. Being wild is cool if it's natural. But yeah, you don't want to be too extra. Yeah. There's like a balance. I mean, I like,
0: fuck, back in the day, I'd be like rolling around on the ground and shit. Yeah. Dumb shit.
1: We do it sometimes, but... It's just like...
0: But uh, it's like there's a balance. There's a balance. my, uh, My main thing now is, I think I've said this before, and it doesn't really matter, but my main thing now is that As long as I keep my hat on my head, I'm probably not going too crazy.
1: Okay. That that makes sense. That makes
0: sense. (laughs) Like if my hat comes off my head, I'm going way too nuts. I gotta dial it back.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I don't I don't know (laughs) Not that I
0: care if my hat's on or not, but that's just a good indicator. If your hat flies off your head, that you're is, moving no, too that much. That is. That's the litmus test. <laughs> that is the
1: litmus test because we wear hats too. And, uh, <laughs> you're that, going too I, wild I, if it flies off. I can never say that ever happens. I ne- Joel's hat, he sometimes like shakes it off or like whips it off um he's been doing that a lot lately um <laughs> now we like i like tracker because i'm like also aware so i like think about hmm, this was cool but this was this one maybe have been a little cheesy because like we don't want to get campy or we don't want to be or like too much too extra where it's like intimidating to the audience like but i think there is that that balance of crazy that makes it really cool like that and like that you're into it and you're feeling it and you're just like just on your shit you're it's like raw you is what yeah, I, feel I think like that's it the is.
0: important thing even with performers that might not be as active yeah sometimes like you know they could be very very genuine still like you could still just like oh, see absolutely. and like I don't know you just like see the raw emotion you coming feel it, out of yeah. them, even if it's not something so physical
1: yeah, absolutely. You don't need it's to be crazy just to. A, it's.
0: I think it's just being genuine when you're on
1: stage. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of goes back to
0: what you were mentioning before with promoting events and booking artists in different genres. How it doesn't matter to you. You just like seeing like dope performers. Yeah, and I'm the same way. Like I don't care what kind of music you make as long as it's fucking genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as it's good. <laughs> as long as it's I mean, coming yeah, from like a real place. Like you know, if this is really what you want to do this is your creative craft you're not putting on a front i don't feel like this is like contrived or fake in any way i'm probably into it because unfortunately there are some performers that i see that i've played with that i'm like this this isn't you like what is this like this is i feel like I'm, i'm watching like i don't know like a like a like a like a play like a bad movie or something yeah like, like
1: bad acting you No, know, yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about and i say this to joel it's like there's a difference between like getting into it and like trying to get into it like and people can tell when you're trying to you're putting on a facade of like the of what you are like like stage wise like I, I think a good actor is a convincing actor like even if it is part of your performance or your shtick or your persona I mean, totally
0: yeah well i mean performing in general is like uh you're putting on some sort of uh an act.
1: Oh, for with sure. Performing. I, I, yeah. I, I call it that all the time. I feel like it's ta- like that. Whatever your alter ego, your persona, whatever it is, um, uh, that that's exactly what that's exactly what it is. It, it, you gotta you gotta tap into that and be you. But some people, I think, like they're like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do, so I'm gonna do that, and it, it looks artificial. It looks. Like, it doesn't work. A lot it of it,
0: work. I think, just ties into the reasoning why some people do things. Like, why no, right. somebody wants to be a rapper or a musician like, playing in a band, whatever. You know, some people just have different reasons. But then you can get into the conversation as, like, just because their reason is, like, not, I don't know, like, genuine, does that mean it's not valid? Like, no. maybe, they're, maybe somebody's just rapping because, you know, they just want to look cool to their friends or maybe be they're yeah. interested in, like, finding a partner or something like that. Just something to look cool. Or, yeah, fame, whatever. YouTube, fucking whatever. Yeah. I mean, if that's what they want, who am I to say it's invalid? It's just different for me. It's just, I don't know. When I feel like there's no element of, like, artistry in it, it's hard for me to take it seriously or give a shit about it if it feels like it's just, like being manufactured for the sake of existing for a purpose other
1: than art. No, that's true. I don't know. I, I I could go off on no, that forever. That, it's exact, no, exactly now. Then you're exactly right. Uh, that's so true. Um uh, it's 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 just different people get into things for different reasons and I don't think it makes anyone wrong. It's just like what I what I think is best what i think look is good or whatever like and that's what the code that i live by it's not like me judging other people it's just like applying the standards i have on me as a performer to others yeah and it doesn't mean that those people are bad or those people there isn't someone that could be into that um it's just like not some people like cheesy or campy or or whatever you know different stuff that that is over the top or you know people like pop pop cheesy pop music you know it's so of course they're gonna like some stuff like that yeah it's I mean, just like- it's just the way the you know it's just the way of the world different strokes different folks but at the same time there is some i believe some objectivity to it um because you can just see it it's palpable like uh, when you like seeing watching a million acts you know doing what we do we see a lot of a lot of acts um so you can really like really get down and gauge Gauge what's working and what's not. Yeah, you apply that to us. It's like that's what I say. We used to watch you, and we t- we took something out of that, you know, and, and applied it to what we were doing. And and I, I think that's important to do. It's not like stealing or anything. It's just like learning, learning from your from your community or learning from the scene. I think that's why you know it also lends why community is important, scene wise.
0: Do you? So I think that you probably at least recently in the past year you've probably played a lot with a lot more local rap acts than i have because i yeah. mean over the i mean i barely sykes hasn't sykes and new violence hasn't played a show since july mm-hmm. so i mean we've been about a half year off right mm-hmm. now we're getting ready to come back but this isn't about me it's about you yeah just saying throwing it out yeah, there yeah. new album <laughs> gonna drop real soon maybe we'll see one day taking my time doing it right you gotta do it right can't, rush it, it. Right. Um, can't rush it right but I just haven't really played a whole lot of shows, and my question is: Do you still come across a lot of uh, performers that are like heavy on backtrack
1: vocals and things like that, um, or is it going away? It depends on the sub scene. I would say um, we, what we do, that's like I, I give like a little thing, a couple like guidelines to performers when I book them. Like we do a little group, and I, here, you know, please promote. Please no backup vocals. Uh, please, yeah. Please no backtrack. Please use instrumentals. Hooks and singing are fine, but like for your rap verses, yeah. Please limit it because we feel like it. It affects the 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 show. Um and most people are fine with that, um, but there are a couple people who are a little defiant of it. I don't understand the reason. I still don't get the reasoning. They think it helps. The sh- the, it helps their performance. It thinks it like it adds to the because you know like people who record songs with a lot of layered vocals. Like you take all those layers away, and like it t- does take away from the power of their verse. Like because it's just the way, yeah. dynamically the way they're structuring those kinds of songs. So I get it to an extent, but like I've seen people like lip sync. To the backup vocal, to the background vocals. That was when it was the last straw for me. It was like you're lip syncing to this. Like this What's is the never point again? That's kind of like yeah. back To that,
0: that's like full on acting. That is full
1: on acting. And I was like, I don't like this. Is I don't want to book pretenders. Like. You're either about this or you're not about this. Like, and I can sometimes be like, I want to be inclusive. If I think somebody's good, I want to incorporate them. But sometimes I can be a little tough on stuff like that. Um, And like, people, I know there's other people that have crusaded against it way harder than I am. And I think it just paints a
0: bad picture for the community that you're trying to build. Like, if you get somebody new that is maybe a little apprehensive on the hip hop community, and then they come to a show finally, and that's the first fucking thing they see.
1: Like and people, damn. and people that aren't into like that aren't familiar with the the practice like from other scene other genres, they are all always turned off by it immediately. <laughs> um and always anyone that's into rock or whatever, they'll like I hear that they'll talk about it like if I'm at a in a mix kind of thing and or something like that, or something we're doing, and I'm like, oh, they're out their vocals. Um but then at the same time, like they're like that's just someone the other night for Raph was like this is the way we do it, and and I was like, okay, but I like I try to tell them in the, in the beginning, like it, this is the way it is. If you can't do that, you don't have to do the show. Like it's not a big deal. I don't like if you no can't, hard feelings. Yeah, yeah. If you can't perform live, but don't maybe. sneak, don't fucking like sneak in, sneak in with your vocals because this is what you do. But you still want to do the show, or because you think that I'm wrong for thinking that way. Because there are people that think that I'm wrong for that that that's wrong. Like if that's what you do, that should be what you do. Cause they want people to hear the song or like then they are the arguments like, well, if the sounds bad, they'll still hear my song or whatever. Um, Which is, I think it's just a cop out. I think they just, I get it. Like it's the power, like the, the volume thing, the, the, the power thing when you have layered vocals period. But I I feel like the only way you can get away with
0: that is if like your, your vocal delivery and your cadence and everything is like on, and you can like match up oh, with it, do. so it sounds yeah. like a good layer. Yeah, that's fine. But I've just seen so many circumstances where uh, the backtrack has that like smooth, cool, lower. I'm in the studio, rap, and, and then they're and live. And they're
1: all hype, and they're like yelling yeah. on top of we've it. We've done. Like- it. We used to have that problem when we, because we've done it because we thought it was okay to do, and and stopping doing that definitely elevated our live performance. Um, it makes you better at rapping, too, because you actually have to yeah. rap. Um, and yeah. it, like, limits
0: the amount of change that you can do on the fly if you want, which is something that I like to do a lot with psych shows. Like, maybe I might want imp- like, yeah, no impro- to Im- improv, improv like, change a line out, or maybe st- stop and, you know, end a bar early just to, like, take a breath or do something weird. I don't want to have to, like pull the mic away and then have a backtrack still going and then come back in it just looks so
1: cornball yeah there's old there's versions of like songs like from raw law that still had like maybe we left like the singing my singing hook on or something and like he and like we don't even want to do them live now because it's like um because I don't have the full, yeah, you don't have the stems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I just, it, it just doesn't sound like I, me singing along to this sounds not as good. So it's just, I'm not gonna do it. Um, I, don't, I just think it's better. I think it's better objectively, better. Um, I think it is. And, I, there's I, also
0: like, I know this is another thing that, like, this kind of blows my mind a lot with the amount of knowledge that a lot of people that are in the community don't have. It'd be interesting to see some people more take more initiative. Like you can get like vocal
1: doubling pedals and things yeah, like that if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't really play with effect stuff. In, like that all that stuff much. is possible. I went to an event
0: and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call out any any names or any events because it's fine, but I was at a thing with DJs and nobody there. Nobody there. There was like four DJs. Nobody knew what audio cables they needed to plug into the mixer. I'm not shitting you. I've never seen wild. some shit like this in my life because it was all like – they were all laptop DJs that just, I guess, use their headphones or they go to events and people take care of stuff for them. But it was like more of a DIY thing. And they're trying to figure out how to hook up their shit. And I'm like, wow, yo, like, I'm like hooking up stuff for people. Do they have
1: like, like, like the little –
0: just like the little like the little like weird controls one of of them had like a little controller not even anything that nice one of them had like a like a small controller and two people were just playing like straight off their laptops like like within like their programs
1: it sounds like a janky thing um yeah it sounds janky but i mean you're gonna have that and i think that sometimes you have i mean to like all the le- stuff was like those are like lesson learning because a lot of them were spinning
0: like original stuff and all of it was cool yeah but it's just like that thing that blows my mind now where it was like when i started making beats it was all hardware i didn't have software like fruity loops was a thing but mm. i didn't have it you know so it was like i need to learn what these fucking cables are or i'm not gonna get sound Now it's like people can just make shit on their laptops, which is great, but then you put them into an environment when they need to adapt that technology into hooking it up to a soundboard, not knowing what cables you
1: need. I mean we even have this problem though. (laughs) Like I I hate to admit, I hate to admit, but we even have like do because we've been doing house shows more. Yeah. And like you got all kinds of setups that are janky. (laughs) And like and uh, all we have is our laptop, you know. Like I so I over the year I've invested and got a DI, I got, you know, the right cables, learned what the cables I needed, but it took a good few times of showing up and being lost. Totally. And people like getting pissed because we we didn't have the right shit or whatever. I've been Manny, <laughs> Manny! Oh my God! We used to show up at Howlis with just a laptop, and Manny would just every time would chew us out more and more. <laughs> like you need to get the right cables. You need to get the right stuff. If this is, you know, this is ridiculous. Rap group should have sound boards, at least, or whatever. Like you should have a mixer or whatever. And I was like, damn. And and then eventually we at least got the right cables. So we stopped bitching. <laughs> Um are we even doing stuff we did a um a wraparound robin with um Mrs. Paintbrush um from old Grand Buffet and they all had each their own little setup. They had their own mixer board and their computer and their da da da. Like it was yeah, all that, on their own. Like the your setup. Yeah, they all, all
0: come from that that time when that was that was how you had to do it. You didn't have a fucking choice. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I don't know. I'm not saying that everybody needs to know everything, but I feel like if you're going to be showing up to events, I mean, you should be ready to go. You need to know this stuff. It just, you do. You should know. I guess, and I But ho- you have hope to
1: learn from. I feel like not knowing. To, yeah,
0: and I. But that's that was the thing is I just I kind of got this vibe that it was like this information that I am giving to these people is just in one ear
1: out the other. they like, they like, just had it not, done for them every other yeah, time. Yeah,
0: nobody's like really interested in learning, and maybe that's just me being like an old man and assuming that the kids don't want to learn. Maybe I'm being grumpy, but it just. I don't know, it feels like just things are different, and I don't know, it's with everything being so smaller, more compact and accessible, uh, I feel like people are, things are becoming too easy for people, and then as a result, when they're presented with a problem, the problem-solving skills aren't as there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's intimidating. (laughs) It is intimidating. Uh, Because I just know from personal experience, because I've had, I waited way too long to learn about how to do any of this shit. Um, I just don't want I had to learn to throw shows like, yeah that was it I started doing those things that when when we were with Liz at local 412 they're really tiny shows and I'd have to run the sound myself and DJ myself and I thought it'd be easy I could just plug my laptop right in there now no I could not I needed to have the right chords and the right Like, oh I just had a I just had like a eighth inch to an RCA and thought that that'd be good for everything and it isn't for good for everything that's what Manny used to yell because that's what we had just an eighth inch we'd show up with our laptop and an eighth inch to an rca and just assume that we could plug into whatever yeah and and manny be like no because i don't want to dj for you if you want your laptop on the stage you have to run it through the di and then you need you know the quarter and inch. quarter inches so we got quarter inch adapters to go on it so that'd yeah. be good for everything um but then just yeah running sound running them putting the mics into the thing you know the xlr's and stuff streaming actually taught me a lot about it because like i had an interface um, but like just having to have that set up every day and like just uh, and making sure everything the levels are good and you know the levels mixing the, all the levels down and it was when I was streaming heavily, it, it like I had to learn how to use hardware shit, even for like that basic of a thing. yeah, that makes sense. yeah, yeah, but i, I I'm I'm I wish I would have done this way earlier in my life. yeah, it's never too late. Yeah, I play on the piano now, and I feel like I should do this like ten years ago, because <laughs> um, it's like helped me write songs so much better now that I can just like l- learn chords and play them and sing a song, and I that's it, song done. I can build you know build around that, yeah, um, or have someone else use those chord like have that chord progression and build their beat to it. Um, so I, th- I feel more independent than I used to be. Um, and even still with this project, like we got a little more independent, but um, it still was like relying on like half the stuff is just beats the producers gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, so So like still have half of that, but at the same time was like, I had like people, players come in to play parts that I wrote for the first time. Yeah. Um, like I need you to play these chords or play these notes and then it work out and the beat and the beat is better. Like that was like a proud moments for me on this, like taking steps, new first steps into a larger world of create songwriting and producing and creating. Um, I'm excited for what's after cause I want to have more hands on.
0: Yeah. Know? I think, you know, the big thing with music and art is collaboration you know in it's, it's still independent but i think that bringing in other people and other minds and just different aspects of your vision is always super helpful and fruitful especially if it's like cool people that you you know you really care about and homies and shit like that that's why why i i was really apprehensive at first about doing the live band for sykes because, I mean, I was just doing everything myself, and I like that. I'm a control freak. I still am. Yeah, I still am, too. But now I'm, like, a control freak at controlling other people, which sounds bad. No, I do the same exact I'm a good, like, thing. puppet master.
1: Like Kanye. That's what he does. He, it's not like he's playing everything, Yeah, but he's, like, he knows how to arrange. He'd put people in the right positions and, like, have them d- – ha- like, it's like a director. I was just going to say it's
0: like a, like a movie director.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what you I, – I feel the same way. It's how I handled this project. Because if there's something I couldn't do, I like, if there's something I wanted, I would find the person to be able to get that sound, and I would try to direct them to that sound. Yeah. Didn't always work. Doesn't always work. But um, but that then you get what you – everyone's more happy for it. You get what you want out of it. It makes better music in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, I think I saw a documentary. Um, I forget what music. I think it was for Dig. It was like Brian Jones' massacre, and someone said in there that you that bands have to have a president, like like they have to have like a, a decision maker. Oh, totally. Um, like for any most successful bands usually have like somebody who is, you know, the con. You know, you can the Congress can veto or whatever. Like <laughs> you know, but there's usually somebody who's like taking the point on things or like direct creative directing. The things along, and I think that as it helps you get a a vision, you know, get the vision realized. I think when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, it really um, fucks things up because everyone's like, it becomes like a mishmash, or nothing gets done. Yeah, Um, and everyone, nobody's satisfied in the end. And I, I, I think in the beginning, for a long time, I think that it was like. I had to com- I compromised a lot with whether whether it was the beats that I I just had to select from the beats that was given to me you know like that was, I, I couldn't afford to buy whatever beat I wanted so and I couldn't make anything so it was like I had to make a song on what was available and now that we have you we know, and we have more friends who make beats and um, or like I even have a, the Logan Sound who does two of the beats on the project he like would give us like shells of beats like half done um or like beats with space in them and then if i wanted to fill that gap with stuff i that's what i would do i'd have a player come in yeah and play an instrument and and it would give it a cool dynamic like because you have the raw lo-fi hip-hop but then there's an in, there's some organic yeah. side to it um and i just i like now i think we're going to work together on more stuff after this because of uh, he can even just give me like partial things, I can fill in the spaces now. Yeah. And, and then it takes something that I liked already and then really like hones it in on exactly what I want.
0: Yeah. That's that's how I do a lot of stuff now. Like even with
1: those tracks that I sent you recently. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: what it's, those are just like I usually go into Machina and I like program out just like really rough ideas of things, just kind of like this is an idea, sound, vibe, their general. Melody or chords or noises, whatever. Mm. You get what's going on. Yeah. But it's like if we f- are into something like this, then we're gonna pull in all this outboard gear. You know, let's let's get some keyboards in there, get my boy Justin over, record some bass, we wanna add some guitar, what do we wanna do? Like to bring into it. Yeah. So now I'm always with the mindset of like create that kind of that hollow thing and then figure out what the song's going to need from there rather than composing a full piece of music and trying to write a song to it. I like to have that space where, you know, you can find like a cool vocal melody or rhythm or something and then write music around that. So it just sounds more like locked together.
1: Yeah. We've done that for the first, there's a song or two on this that will, what was like vocals were written maybe early or written something else. And then, um, we took it out and then built something else around it. Um, and that's, that's, this is a cool feeling. It's a cool, if your music's better for it, I feel like, because um, you're able to get exactly what you want out of it. Yeah. And I know that people that play their own shit, like, you know, this is a, you know, this is an apply. But as far as somebody that's been, you know, by themselves and not knowing how to play, just being a vocalist, being purely a vocalist, um, but but wanting to write songs or just writing the the vocal parts to songs only, and just like taking a step at a time and incorporating a little more. And I think uh and not knowing everything is like we like i like a minimalist approach to things you know i like le- i'm very much the mantra for this was always less is more totally um, i totally feel like that um i don't want to i don't try to do too too much because at the same because i know also know what our, the resource resources and capabilities and um and the stuff that we're shooting for like i think with if if has a very polished and produced sound for a lot of the people he does like Walkman that, I don't know if you heard that album but yeah. super clean yeah. super crisp sounds professional as fuck and then having us come in and you know he's like oh trying to get a, to, wants a, expects us to want that and we do to a degree but at the same time like the artists that we are like are not like that or they're not they're not you know they're more raw or they're less produced or there's less layering there's less going on it's just a vocal like one vocal track dry vocal takes yeah dry vocal takes like that so the it it, it, i think it was better for it though because it got like a compromise and so there is like a polished aspect to things but at the same time no there's still um there's still uh some rawness to it Mm -hmm. for sure
0: the thing i try to always consider With electronic music or hip-hop, it's all the same. Computer music, we'll call it. Yeah. When you're... When you have a band, right, you got maybe a guitar player or two, bass, drums, maybe some keyboard, but that's it. So you just have those simple layers. Yeah. But sometimes when you're doing, like, hip-hop, you can go nuts. You know, you can have, like, fucking 25 layers of shit, like, all kinds of stuff and make it sound all thick and crazy and produced, but sometimes it's just too much. Yeah. And like it's uh, sometimes it's also really easy, you know, to just be like, Oh, like if I program a drum beat and then put a little bass line on top of it, this only took me 10 minutes. This isn't enough. Sometimes it feels like it was so easy, but then go back to gorillas and you think about the beginning of feel good ink and yeah. it's just drums and bass. That's all it is. Or kids with guns. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need a whole lot to say a whole lot. And, but, you know, yeah. If you're just a producer, like, and you only see four tracks on the screen, it just seems like super empty. Like this isn't enough. That's yeah, like a thing with yeah. me. Just people want to adding more because and oh, like that looks right. But then you just have a bunch of unnecessary shit in it.
1: Yeah, that is exactly <laughs> exactly what happened. Because there's there's a particular beat that we all worked on at the same. Like Logan, Charlie, and me were all. Like, we just wanted to make a beat on the scratch one night for fun. And I said, you know, like, I gave examples of stuff and whatever, and we made this beat. It's literally four tracks, and it's, like, my favorite beat on the entire thing because it's just raw, it's raw and it, it has, like, a, I think having a sense of dynamic is important because when you care about the rises and falls, like, the, you know, the how things build or whatever, like, you want things to be stripped away, like, you know, or, like, Vocal sp- something specific you want to be prominent vocally. You don't want to be buried in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um. So you want people to hear what you're saying, or you want people to feel the feel what you're saying. Um. And uh, I, that's why I think it came into play. Like it's, it's like it's hard. Like when, if like I call it if a maximal because uh, he's a maximalist because he wants oh totally. he's fucking electronic symphonies and um, yeah like
0: really in the like layers and soundscapes of things. He did a remix for one of the Sykes tracks, and when I got it back, there was just like. I mean, it sounds beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's like very he's good like, at what cute, he does. and
0: like there's definitely a place for that in the world. Yeah, he's. But good at, at what the same time, like I definitely understand the flip of things. Yeah, you know, like yeah. we're um, finishing up guitar stuff on the new Sykes album. We actually, the way I did this was I did all the shells of all the music, then we brought in bass, then I did all of the female vocals. Then I did all my vocals. Uh Now we're bringing in guitar to write parts that loop with everything. Yeah. You know, to fill out everything. And it's a really good guitar player. It's actually Evan who plays in Greywalker too. So he's very like, I can play nonstop. But we always need to be like, well, there's other things going on. Yeah. And like, you know, less is more. Like sometimes even if you're only doing like one chord every four bars during that verse, that chord is giving it so much Feeling that wasn't there, and it plays so well with what I'm doing, what Mandy's doing in the baseline, and then in the future, then like then in the chorus, you can shine because Mandy's fucking singing her ass off, and like you're doing like a lead that matches her melody and stuff like that. So it's cool, but yeah, no, you just gotta like take a step back.
1: When I I think because we started doing because we do shows like I said before with everybody, we did a, a gig with more like we started doing gigs with more like. Like the James Street scene, where it was like the, the, the funk and soul and jam bands, and like technic- people that can really play, technically, jazz bands, people that can play really, really, really well. But like, I like doing, trying to make music with somebody like that. Like, they want to be technical as much as they can. Like, yeah. that's important to them. It's like just because you could do something doesn't mean you should, you should do, do it do all, all the time. time. And I even had to say, but then, and then I had to apply that same principle to almost to rapping. Because yeah. Me and Joel used to be. Oh, bars, everything was important. Maltese, Maltese had to be rhyming constantly, rhyming as much as possible, as technical as possible. And then I feel like that, though, with Kendrick and stuff, or like there was a moment where lyrics, like lyrical ability, like jumped a shark, and it was like, well, there's only so lyrical you can be. There's only so good you can play. You still want to write a good song.
0: Yeah. It'd be like listening to a rock song that was just a guitar solo the whole time. Yeah. It's like, give me yes. a break. Like, yes. Do it a little bit, so I know you
1: that you can Flex, do it, and yeah. I'll be
0: impressed. But also, give write me something song. I can just yeah, write a fucking song.
1: That's exactly how I feel about <laughs> it. Because I used to, when I was younger, I was very into the technical aspect. So you want to hear people rap technically because you want to. You're working on it yourself. You're learning how to do it. Um, so you want to immerse yourself in it. But uh, but yeah, that's what me and Joel had to like take a step back and like we want to make sure we're being technical. But it, are we writing a good song first? That's got to come first. And like, and that's and like, Joel and Joel used to not be into trap stuff or like moder- contemporary trap, like you know your your little pumps and your and and your whatevers of the world. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I just
0: love the term contemporary trap.
1: Cause what's well, different than <laughs> than your Jeezy <laughs> yeah. and Gucci? Era. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't. It's just funny. I just, I think a little it's B so is somebody there. that converts. I think can convert yeah. somebody because it's like, oh, I get it. You know, it's not always about what he's saying. It's about like the feel or like the song itself or whatever. I call all that stuff like wallpaper rap. It's because f- like, it's very ambient based. Yeah, like, it's, it's like meant it's, to be ambient. it's
0: good like in an environment. Like if I'm at a party and it's on, I'm not really paying attention to it. I'm glad that it's there, but if I'm like have to focus on it, I don't like it so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've grown to like it. That's just my. I think it's my just it just has a, a different function than other rap. Like I'm not listening to it for the it's vibe. It's all. And I vibes. also think that.
0: In terms of trap or contemporary trap, <laughs> we'll call it, I find myself a lot more intrigued on it from a production side. Oh, that's what I feel it's, like there's a there lot for. of producers that are like utilizing like different types of compressions and EQ tactics to get these insane low end responses that like you've never. It's, how the
1: fuck are you doing that? It's it's It's, rap, re- it's really cool. It's rap shoegaze <laughs> because it's. <laughs> instrumentally driven the lyrics don't matter Uh the vocals don't matter they're there like it's part of the texture but it's more just chanting um i mean maybe uh, similar at least (laughs) sure sure because i think people try to say people try to say like the this was like the hair hair metal phase of hip-hop and i don't see that at all uh, there's an uh, there's definitely an art element to it that wasn't the in the trap before.
0: Like, production I think that ones. maybe they're they're speaking more on terms of like the the fashion aspect of it, like how everything it, uh, in I some sense it's kind of
1: like loud. Yeah, it's very loud. Like, the
0: SoundCloud rappers are very loud. Yeah, yeah, like you know, just like they're doing them a lot. Different hairstyles, different uh, clothing options and choices. It's very like, look at me, I'm an individual. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. So I, that, I could then. see that kind of comparison. Even like with like the more, uh, like the comfortability with like a more feminine look in some aspects. Like how like you yeah. had your hair metal and like yeah. poison with all the makeup and shit like that. And now there's a lot of kind of like, you know, SoundCloud rappers or whatever that might wear dresses or just some, some, wild. some wild shit, some lipstick or something. Whatever. Yeah, I
1: think it's just, uh, yeah, to be outrageous, I think to a degree. I think a lot of those guys are just. Being outrageous, face tat the with the face tats and everything, um, it's interesting to me, but but I still think there's like there's so much more like people complain like that's all there is, but like then you have someone like a Brock Hampton are you familiar yeah. with Brock Hampton?
0: I've heard the name. I think I may have heard something. I don't know. They yeah.
1: they put out three uh, okay three albums yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know they will they did like three albums in the course of like nine months last year and they're all great fantano gave them all eights and nines okay um so they that's like there's shit going on like that that is like blowing the doors open and mixing genres and um but it's catchy as hell and that's um i know i'm i'm, I'm going long here i probably should get should wrap up yeah but,
0: no i was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna wrap soon for uh, sure uh, <laughs> no, i should
1: wrap up i'm now you got me just chatting but um but it's, uh, I think having a pop, uh, having a mind for pop is important. Uh, yeah, I, I, I spent
0: a good chunk of time, kind of after I released the last Sykes album, listening to a lot more pop and popular, not just like pop music, like dance pop, but like popular rock and just top that's forty same. shit. Yeah, same. Uh, just like trying to understand. Uh, the song structure in a lot of popular music and like get more of a better ear for writing better hooks. Cause I always felt that that was my weak point, especially since I don't really sing. And a lot of this like stuff, it's like writing a good, strong rap hook can be really, really
1: hard. I'm terrible at it, which is why I stopped doing it.
0: So I, uh, I think that I've, I feel confident I've gotten a lot better on it, especially on the new album that coming soon. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of it was just a result of taking in that a lot of that top forty mentality of songs and like building songs that have like more than one chorus,
1: like doing like the double chorus on songs. Yeah, and we have d- like that. I have double choruses on multiple songs on and this.
0: just shit like that. It's like I I love that stuff, and I think that it's not really a few years ago. Maybe this would be compromising what I want to do. But now it's like, well, I actually want to try to do this. so it's not really compromising what I'm doing. I want to like make a more accessible rap sounding album because I never have. It's I like think, uh, everything I've done has been so like kind of off the grid, and it's like I can only go off the grid so much before I get like kind of bored with it.
1: Now it's like off the grid for me is doing something more on the grid. i think I think uh, what well, our my approach has been like, you want to be it's a balance it's always a balance of off the is accessibility to like taking risks and taking and experimenting like i i the, the the my mantra in the last year for this project has been like catchy and accessible but at the same time like dense and there's more there like I, my favorite artists are all people that do that that are like that are that aren't too too dense but at the same time like yeah there's a lot there i
0: think that it's important too you know just to like through all of it just have your own voice you know mm-hmm. like i i don't i mean just on a on a smaller scale like i don't know anybody that's doing anything what sounds like the new album that you have coming out like yeah. on a, on a local level or even outside of that just because i don't really listen to any of that style of Music. I don't particularly. know. That sounds like, us. And, you know, and I feel <laughs> I feel the same way about like the new shit that I'm doing. It's yeah. like it's it's accessible. It's there. It's familiar. But I've familiar never heard anything that yeah. sounds like this. It's very much me. Yeah, you know? that's so, what we try
1: to do. Familiar, but but different. Yeah, because um, there's like a song that's uh, that we have that's a little like Beck little like like the acoustic guitar and hip-hop break beats and Uh stuff or like Sublimey or whatever, Um, but it's not like pastiche. It's not like derivative. That's not what I want. Um, Like I have some like the hooks are like catchy. Like you could tell they're pop styled hooks like for sure. Like that's what I that's it rap hardcore raps pop hooks. That's all. This. (laughs) That's it. That's thirst. (laughs) <laughs> Raps and hooks so when's thirst dropping again valentine's day valentine's 214. day 214 and the release show 216 the friday after february 16th nice. at the car the stage at karma new venue in the south side run by the former james street people shout outs anything else you want to drop um we just had rap against fascism uh it, w- it was a big success we do a monthly thing at Roboto. um the last one was in memory of young mulatto uh, uh, the co-founder that helped me start it um it wouldn't exist without him um and we have a ton a ton of people there we donate to the afro american music institute it's usually like 100 200 bucks every time we get that give for them um but the next one we're taking off february but the next one will be in march so stay tuned for that it's at Roboto. yeah I would suggest
0: to follow BB Guns and JP on the social medias.
1: BB Guns.
0: So you can keep up with all of the future events, the future rap events, future things that BB Guns are doing. Mm -hmm. Look them up on the YouTubes. You can watch two music videos now for Mm -hmm. Dreamcast and Willow.
1: There may be a third.
0: I'm sure there is. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon. (laughs) Subscribe. And uh, that's, that's it. I'm Sykes. You know who I am. If you don't, you I'm can psyched. follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at the real Sykes. Go to the real
1: if you're feeling extra freaky. Should I should I, should I say links? I, that, if you want to. Um, Facebook.com slash BBGunsPGH. PGH. Um Bandcamp uh um, we're and our stuff's on Spotify and all that stuff too, like the, the professional things. And it is just
0: bbguns. One word, no spaces, One word, no spaces,
1: yes. Yes. The Uh BBG is capitalized, but as long as you got the one word, you're good. Word. And uh, yeah, I'll be back again
0: in like two weeks with another new episode, because I'm going every other week now, because fuck that weekly shit. I don't got time for it. I'm trying to finish two albums. It's fucking nuts. I'll be back again. Then, you know, another episode, whatever. You know, if anybody's like still listening to me talk about this stuff uh let me know and i'll give you five dollars
1: wow if <laughs> you made it this far yeah hit me up and i'll give
0: you five dollars or i'll buy you a drink or something what whatever a bunch of people would say it then all right word i'll deal with it i'll figure it out she's just like
1: the caller number five
0: <laughs> but yeah i'll be back then same time same place same channel you know the drill my name is Sykes. start the beat 2018 Woo! Ha! <laughs>